Buongiorno, beautiful beings, and welcome to a very special series of the TB Podcast. Recorded live from Paradigm 2019 in Melbourne at the Flemington Racecourse. Thanks to Lever and the team for having us along. We have got the biggest names in Psytrance on the podcast over these couple of weeks. We will be releasing to you interviews with Mandragora, Perfect Stranger, Freedom Fighters, plus all the beautiful people in the crowd, in the mosh pits, dancing around, having a good time. We chatted to as many people as possible there. Hands down and Lee Boy straight after their set. Steve Blees as well. We have got some absolutely ripping content. If you love music, if you love dancing, if you love Duffin, if you love Paradigm Festival, make sure you not only listen to these podcasts, but, well, before I get to the, what else we've got for you, we do have in studio Mr. Perspective, our favourite producer, you, Julian Trent? LePep. How are you, sir? Oh, man, I'm so glad we got to do this at Paradigm. I mean, we got to set set up our own booth and, uh, you know, everyone was really nice to us and we got to... You know, have a good chat with all those legends, and honestly, I feel like we made a real connection with those people. Yeah, I think they really appreciated what we we're about because we kind of really wanted to help them tell their story. We were lucky enough to be set up next to the green room on what was a pretty wet and rainy day at times. Oh, man. Way uh, too wet. That also added to the atmosphere when Mandragora was playing mm. in that tent. How good was it? There was oh. rain was pumping down, but nearly the whole it, festival was in exactly. there, absolutely sweating it forced their shirts everyone off. To like literally come together and just fucking party there in was, front of Mandragora. There was unreal energy, and we've captured some great footage, um, which is all going to be released and available for you in the coming days on DoofTube. So DoofTube is our latest project. Basically go onto YouTube, search DoofTube. At the moment we've got some teaser videos and some little highlight clips of our day at Paradigm. And these podcasts from Paradigm will be released as full video content as well for you to view at home on your TV, on your computer, on your phone. You can watch the interviews we did with Mandragora, Perfect Stranger, and also Freedom Fighters, which was recorded a couple of days later. Our aim going forward is to have all the podcasts interviewed for you to be able to just sit back in your bed, on your tally at home. You can watch them and have That's a good time. If you still want to listen to them on SoundCloud or through Apple Podcasts or Spotify whilst you're driving around, you can still do that too. They'll be available across all sources. So uh, any feedback on our video or our normal podcast, please reach out to us uh, at the TB Pod. Um, on the DoofTube page, we'll also have uh, all the content that we can film when we go to events or past events as well as uh, DJ sets that we're going to try and film in cool locations and uh, maybe even going into studios with some of the artists and producers in Melbourne and on how they get their song started and their tips and tricks to get your production going. So we'll try and really make it for the community and something that everyone could, can just go and visit from time to time to, you know, get it all sorted and up to date yeah absolutely and our goal i guess for DoofTube is to just unite all those experiences that um, we all share together so if you've got some footage from a festival or a party that you want to share with the people obviously hashtag it on your normal social medias but if you tag us as well but we're going to have a playlist of just footage from the people that we're going to upload we've actually got some unreal content from old rainbows earth cores boom azora some of the best festivals nice. around the world that we're going to release gradually over the coming months also, uh, some of the best live sets we've seen from those same festivals like Strawberry, Rainbow, they'll all be collated into their own playlist. Essentially, DoofTube, if you love Doofin, if you love Techno, if you love Psytrance, this is going to be the page for you 
We welcome any feedback, good, bad, or otherwise. But basically, this is where you'll find all the TB podcast content, behind-the-scenes footage, everything you've been getting so far from us through the podcast. You'll also be able to watch now through DoofTube. So we're pumped to get that going. Let's do it, man. Keep following us at trentsoff.com. And, well, without further ado, here's the great Andrew Gora, live from Paradigm 2019. What was an amazing set here at Paradigm 2019, we are blessed with perhaps one of the most special guests at this event because this here, my friend, is a time traveler from 1354. He's come through many intricate infinite universes and some magical music box has had him land here today in Melbourne. Mandragora, better known as, or also known as NATO, Thank you very much for being here today. The energy of that set was amazing. How are you feeling after playing to that crowd? <laughs> you memorized the complete thing. The <laughs> <laughs> shit. Well, uh, uh, how I how feel after playing here? Uh, I feel, of course, pretty good. Like, it was super good for me like what i saw from my point of view yeah i'm satisfied like that that's the feeling i have yep. satisfied I, I didn't know what to expect so well we walked around from all sorts of the sides of the stage and the energy okay. there every every drop even not even the drops just the roars of the crowd i haven't heard it go ah 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 like that <laughs> for a very long time that was it was special mate um thank you for coming well man like um, <laughs> Yeah. So I guess t- tell us where, where where have you come from? Because you have been traveling through well, many intricate universes, and, and how's that experience been? I, actually, I don't remember <laughs> about <laughs> that part because then I was born in my present body, I guess. <laughs> but right now, I'm I flew from Brazil. Yep. Here, I was playing there, producing some new music. Mm-hmm. With 420, yep. and then we got here. We played in Sydney. There was a pretty nice international crowd. Like yeah, awesome. there was heaps of Mexican and Brazilian guys. Yeah, lots of Indian people. Like it, like a lot of international fans that they told me, yeah. "Yeah, I saw you in my home country," and I was like, "Woo! Oh, wow. it's fucking nice." So, do you not usually see that at other shows around the world? No, because uh, you got this thing in Australia, these uh, working visa stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> lots of people come here from all around the world, yep. and like, "Whoa! I already saw you in one club. I don't know where." Like, wow, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, we have seen you in other clubs like RMH, and you're playing at the after party tonight at Room 680 along with Craig. Morton. Um, yeah, Morton, I love him. Man, yeah. he's such a great guy. I um, mean, he was his set was awesome again. Morning, love um, you. Are there any artists in particular that you're looking forward to seeing here at Paradigm or that you've got to see so far today? Uh, I just saw Atkinson. Yeah. I never saw him play and mm-hmm. he was playing something that got my attention. Yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> yep. And uh, after me, John O'Callaghan started playing like 
heavy. Yeah. Like, I never saw him live. Are they, they're, they're not uh, two artists that you're usually between. You're usually more on the kind of playing with Morton and Captain Hooks and that sort of thing, or do you? I used to before. Yeah, yeah. I, before I used to play more with them, but then I started changing my sound, mm -hmm. and I guess I started getting book sure. booked elsewhere. Like yep. I still do play with them, but yep. not as often as I used to. Yeah. So what what has changed, and I guess how did you implement that change into how you play today? Because that was a different set to what we've seen from you in the past. Well, thing is, it's like two years ago. Can I speak about drugs? Yeah, go for it. I had like a really heavy acid trip. Mm -hmm. And like, I stopped doing acid for like two years yeah. because of like, like it got me in such a mental state that I was like, did that help okay, you? this is where I need to be. It did help me, but it also fucked me at the same time yeah. because I made lots of shit music. Like I was gonna say, did it help you focus on your music or it made it change? Yeah, no, it helped me focus to change because yeah. at the beginning I started making some stuff that I thought it was what I wanted to make. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to make that in the moment, but it was low grade, you know? Yeah, okay. Because it was, I had changed my style like completely. Yeah. And like in January, I was playing at some party in Switzerland and my European booker, it was his birthday. Yeah. And he went, came like up in the mouth and I was like, why? <laughs> Put a paper and they're like, oh <laughs> shit, this shit just got real. Yeah. And then. Uh, so that was the first time in a couple of years that you. It was like. Why didn't I do this <laughs> <laughs> in the last two years? Yeah. But actually, like, I came to a point that I like synthesized everything that I wanted to do. Yes. And I just got back to the studio in Brazil with 420. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the founder of Alien Records and he's yeah. also like my mixing. I love when they go fuck yeah. <laughs> you like that? You like I know the fuck yeah? I know, it's, I know it's cheesy, but for me, for me it means like, dude, you're rocking. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I love it for me. Like, okay, you're doing a good job. Keep it like that. <laughs> yeah. But sorry, it's, it's nice. Well, it's hard for um, a trance or a techno artist to have a crowd sing along usually because there's not a lot of Vocals, yeah, but so I mean, get that. it's like football chants. They get excited and they yeah. want they want to show to you that the gratitude. that they appreciate what yep. you're doing. But back to what I was saying. Yep. I got back to Brazil and I produced uh, an EP with 420, mm -hmm. five tracks in like five days maybe. Yep. Sure. And uh, I I really think those are the best tracks I've made to date. Yeah. Not because. I'm like sucking my own dick. That's awesome, man. <laughs> it's weird, like for me to. I, I took acid and then listened to it. I never did the acid test with my own music. <laughs> yeah. And then I listened to my old stuff, and I listened to this, and I was like satisfied. Oh, that's awesome. So this is yeah. this is the word of the month for so, me. So when did you complete those tracks? Uh, February. Yeah. No, so very. And recent. I just test them like. Yeah. Two weeks ago. So your most recent release, you mentioned 4i20 on the SoundCloud is Phase. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not using SoundCloud that much anymore. Yeah. Uh, we just got the songs on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we go yep. to one party like now and we record the people and we just made like one cheesy music video <laughs> for a new track. Yep. So we try to keep releasing new stuff. Yeah. Uh, sure. Instead of releasing like an album. Yep. Uh, we will release it as an album, mm -hmm. but feed it like, okay, here's a new YouTube video, here's another YouTube video, and then yeah. when we finish, okay, now you can get the I album on iTunes complete. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to the YouTube channel in a moment, but 
that the latest track that I have seen on SoundCloud is you and 4i20 called Phase. Yes. How long does a song like that take for you to make? Like that process, is that done? Well, I, I guess what takes more was like the thinking before it. Because mm. this is what changed in my process. Before I didn't think before making the music. I just came and like okay started clicking and then yeah. started things started making noise and yeah. then i just saved it and that that was it Ran, random noise yeah so now you play random noise but like uh no, non non-structured, non-structured? i don't yeah. know yeah it's, but now like I, I need to think a lot before i make one track like okay we want this kind of scales and this kind of feeling and we mm-hmm. want to put this kind of words in the lyrics and we yeah. want to put this kind of effects and then when we sit down we already have the track in our heads yeah. not not how it's going to sound but like it's yeah. pretty easy to make because yeah, we already know, know what, what we're going for you know rather than just um and then it's just a matter of bringing it out of you rather than just seeing what happens kind of thing yes because yeah. sometimes you can you, you can get sparks of genius in seeing what happens yeah. but I think when you think you can collect various sparks of genius and then make <laughs> a, a final product out of it. Sure. Yeah. Um, 4i20 is actually touring here on Easter weekend and he'll be playing oh, a, a nice. gig uh, coming soon. Um, s- self-promotion, I'll be supporting at that event as well. Please do so it. So we're um, looking forward to that one at Brown Alley. You, yes, you were supposed to play at Earthcore, and yeah. did you break your leg or something one year and couldn't come? Oh yes, fuck man! Like, what happened there? Because you were supposed to play on the Thursday so, night. Uh, well, we well, rushed look, into the this, festival. This is a long story. To be there for you, see you play. Before I was, and then I've got to, then I've got to watch hands down. Before <laughs> I was a professional, whatever, going around charging for doing yeah. this thing. Yeah, I, I used to just do it for fun and uh, one time I was playing at this party uh, with Mad Max like ooh, mm-hmm. maybe 10 years ago more yeah and while he was playing I started like um, doing a mosh pit in the dance floor <laughs> yeah but then one guy didn't like it and he just <laughs> pushed me really hard and I landed with my knee on a stair step oh, right. and like I fucked my knee and after that I still played my set yeah jumped in the stage Drove back home. When I got back home, I couldn't get out of the car. Oh, so this was in your home country? Yeah, in yep. Mexico. Yep. Uh, so then I, I got went to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. Ten years after, I was playing in Brazil. Mm-hmm. It was the first time that I played AK-47. Yeah. Just on the drop. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I gave, like, a, a, a misstep or yeah. something. And uh, my knee <laughs> and you dislocated. Like, yeah. And I dropped to the ground and I was just listening to the people like, Fuck! And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. So you know, the song dropped, and then you dropped. So it was a double drop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, and it was epic. It, it went yeah. viral. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, of all the festivals and bush doofs in the world, what's your favorite? Shit, man. Uh, I guess my favorite festival in the world is. The, the festival where that happens yeah. often, you know, <laughs> yeah. where the people start screaming a lot and yeah. like the people get in a nice vibe and are not like like the promoter cares about the client mm-hmm. and about the artist. Like yep. 
when the organizers and the audience are all caring about each other and the artist cares about the audience and everybody's caring about each other that makes the best festival I ever played yep. like uh, this one one of those yeah. for me like uh, I think one Bush Duff, the first one I played here yeah. it was like that um, I've had some some uh, festivals, pretty big name festivals. I, I won't name that yeah. didn't have that vibe, but sure. they were super good for my career. Yeah. And like other really small parties, like with 50 people, like in a club that I really thought nobody would go. Yeah. Well, were, I actually remember you had one here. Special. I think was it, uh, was it called Hit Enchanted Forest or Hidden Forest or something like that? I remember you, yes. you came and played at one, and, and, and they put you at a really weird time in like six in the morning or something. And after oh. a chill out DJ, yeah. So I had to play like one hour chill out yeah. and then one hour of like slow minimal. And they were like, "What time is Magic Girl playing?" Like, yeah, it's him right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I remember that. Yes. Yep. So for me, those are the best parties because I. It's, it's special, you know. Yeah. Is there one party that you haven't played at yet that you would like to? <laughs> I guess, as a Citrus artist, I'd love to play Boom as everybody. Of course, of course. Yes, but have you been? Uh, no, no, no. Oh well. But we'll, we'll see you there next year. Yeah, I, I hope. <laughs> I hope one day I get invited. But um, as a festival in general, mm -hmm. like I'd love to play Coachella one day. Like yeah, right. Uh, that's yep. an artist dream. Like any genre. Like yeah. How do you think your sound would? Um, Well, how does your sound relate to the American audience? Do you have to change when you play here to this? No, or? I just played in LA in November, mm -hmm. and it's actually pretty much yeah. like like here and like in Brazil, like. Yeah. Where in I LA did, did you play? In uh, San Bernardino in the Dream State. Okay. Cool. It was pretty good. Played after Ace Ventura, and uh, it was playing with Liquid Soul. Oh right. Pretty good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how uh, you said with some of your the newer tracks that you've been making, you have the Australian audience in mind or they've helped influence some of the, the tunes. Yeah, um, yeah, fuck like, yeah, man. How, how's, that, how, how's that come about? Like, like what, what is it about the Australian audience that kind of just resonates with you? I, I think it resonates with uh, audio geeks. Yeah. Because I, I don't know what's about Australians, but you got artists like Mr. Bill or like the, the Zenon record artists like Tetrameth, mm -hmm. Or maybe commercial guys like Flume, but they all do this really intricate, like complex, shiny, nice yeah. sound design yes. that actually a lot of people outside don't get it because mm -hmm. maybe you're used to it, like, yeah. and, and, and you actually like it's an acquired taste. Yeah, sure. And uh, like if you go to play in France and you try to play this kind of sounds on a festival like this one. Yeah. You would kind of kill the crowd because the people would be like, oh, "What's this? All these squelchy, chunk, squelchy, chunky sounds like uh, yeah. there's there's no melodies, there's no yeah. song, and whatever." Okay, Flume's filled with melodies, but yeah. yes. Mr. Bill also. But like, yeah. like Xenon Records can be super straight. I love it, but like for regular people, they will not get it if they don't have like melodies or stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I really love the sound design. Yes. So I wanted to put this kind of sound design in a more approachable, punky thing, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like Nirvana is distorted, but they still use the same chord progression of the, as the Beach Boys, so, yeah, sure. yeah kind you, of like this. Yeah, because you, you do have a lot of those feel-good, but also twisted melodies in some of your yeah, songs, yeah. which is, I think, why we're so drawn to you. Um, but uh, songs, for example, like Carousel, Wild Wild West, uh, you've got 
they've got very uh, either fun or deep vocals in them. How important is a vocal to you? And do you write a song first and then add the vocal in, or do you get the idea of the vocal and write the song around that? Most of the time, I start with some chords and the vocal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. like because uh, I think that there's a layer uh, in music that is not used a lot, like in trance because they think that lyrics are cheesy, but still, like you can use lyrics or voice samples in a way that affect the mind yeah. in a in a good way. Yep. And it doesn't need to be cheesy. Like just because you have someone singing, it doesn't mean that it's not psychedelic. As long as whatever that person's saying is is psychedelic, but still, when you take psychedelics, everything turns psychedelics. You look at the wall, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah. So I just get the idea from from some chords and some melodies, and then you start trying to put some words to it. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite club to play at? Club. Yeah. Okay, okay. Favorite club to play is called El Fortin in Brazil. Oh, really? I have a favorite because okay. yeah. it just goes wild. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, actually, I shouldn't be doing free promotion, but yeah, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it goes um, wild. I love it. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up soon, but uh, two two more little quick ones. No worries. Um, how do you see, I guess, the future of the genre and? of Psytrans and particularly your sound progressing because it, it does have such a strong impact and you mentioned all the different cultures that come to not only your gigs but we, we can see here today there's such a broad array of nationalities here um, you've got a lot of power to help influence the mind and help influence the thought of our youth um, so I guess how, how do you see the sound of and, and, and the genre in, in general I guess progressing well uh, I think progressive is like a it's like one subgenre of psychedelic trends. Mm-hmm. Then, like, I, I don't play anymore. Only progressive. If yeah. if you notice, like, I started with minimal, finished with high tech. Like, that's yeah, it. Sure. Yeah. But because I think I play the full spectrum of psytrance. Okay. And then I think uh, Vinny Vici did a great job with the tribe, like yeah. concept. Like he actually like united a lot of people around the world. Yeah. Around the uh, the concept of psytrance and mm-hmm. tribe and mm-hmm. this. Playing so the think, old and the new. Yeah, right? I think yeah. they brought. They brought it to a new platform that it hadn't reached yet, and I don't say that Psytrance is picking; it's yet to pick. Like yeah. they just brought the sound sure. to the to the circuit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's gonna be open, like the Pandora's box. Like yeah. the Pandora's box is gonna be open to a lot of new kinds of different Psytrance. Like this is what made it first, you yes. know. Now it's like a snowball effect. <laughs> yep. Till it gets cheesy and boring, like all the genres, and everybody gets, has to get on with their life, mm-hmm. and Tomorrowland moves on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. But yeah. yeah. Um, if you could, if you are sent to a desert island and you're only allowed to take one record or album with you or set, which one was it, would it be that you would take to listen to? Uh, the. It doesn't have to be yours. Dun, dun. Chopin, 24. I don't remember the word between Chopin and 24. Okay. But that one. Right. You'll have to link it to us so we can put it in the. No, in the no, 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 no. You have Google right there. We do it fast. <laughs> Chop. You had got Google. Chopin, 24 is the first one in YouTube. Julian's on Dude. it. Why Julian looks up? Google it really fucking fast. Chopin. I think it's Prelude. I don't know. Prelude. No, it's not a prelude. I'm ignorant, but it's some some. What? Well, nice looks that up. Can I, I'll hit you with your, the last question for you. 
if you could ask, well, you, are, you, sh- you can do this because you are the time traveler, but if you could ask any person or being from any time, living or dead, any question, who would you ask and what is the question? Da Vinci, how do you do it? <laughs> to, to do what? Everything. What do you think his answer is? <laughs> just fucking do it, man. Like Nike, <laughs> you know? Just do it. Just, just fucking do it. <laughs> like, I think it would be like that. Like, dude, this, I don't know. <laughs> oh, here we go. What have we got here? But like, I, I would love to smoke a joint with Da Vinci. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't have a question for him. Yep. Yeah, Chopin, uh, Prelude 24, that one. Yep. And yeah, Da Vinci is pretty fucking awesome. Ooh. Fantastic. And well, um, Perfect Strangers rocking on one Steve stage. Jobs. Okay. Steve oh. Jobs. No, no, no. Fuck Da Vinci. Steve Jobs. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Yeah? What do you want to know? Same thing. Sorry? Same thing. I think yeah. he's uh, just like a modern Da Vinci or yeah. something. Yep. Uh, modern here we go. Cool. Well, um, thank you very much for your time. Your set was awesome. That energy is thank you like very much, nothing man. else. Um, thank we, you for having me here. No worries. It's a thank, you, thank you to Paradigm. Um, we've got Neelix about to start on one stage. We've got Perfect Stranger on the other. Oh, fuck. Man. So uh, we'll be at the Bush Techno. Uh, anything else you'd like to add or anyone you'd like to thank? Keep on rocking that jacket, man. It's amazing. And um, where do I get that magic box to travel? Well, f- first, you need to, like, be lost. <laughs> and when you're lost, You find stuff. <laughs> like, I was fucking lost. I don't know where the fuck I was. And the magic box is made by Apple, you know? That's the magic box I'm speaking about. Yeah. <laughs> It's an Apple computer, man. Yeah. With Ableton Live inside. I'm away. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thank you very much, sir. Cheers. No, thank you. How good was that? Funny, insightful. If you did not learn something whilst having a chuckle, thank you so much to NATO, better known as Mandragora, and all his management team for taking the time to have a chat with us there at Paradigm 2019. The tune you're listening to right now and was also on at the intro is Musk by Perspective, which is, of course, our favorite producer here at the TB Pod, Julian and his good friend Oscar. They are making some awesome tunes at the moment, so check them out at Perspective and Perspective OJ on Instagram. That's released on Soul Music, S-O-L Music, which is Static Movement's label. So check that one out and go buy it on Beatport right now. Mandragora can also be found on Instagram at Hola Soy NATO, which is spelled H-O-L-A, Hola Soy, S-O-Y-N-E-T-O. He's got some great content from all his shows around the world, all these awesome gigs he plays at, plus some funny behind-the-scenes stuff as well. So check out Hola Soy NATO there. That's Mandragora on Instagram and also Mandragora on YouTube. And for that full interview, the video is posted on DoofTube. So if you search the TV podcast or Mandragora or DoofTube, that is our new YouTube channel that has our full interview with Mandragora, our one with Perfect Stranger, Freedom Fighters, plus more of the fun from Paradigm 2019. Check that out. Heaps more to come on DoofTube. You can find all these episodes and more at trentoff.com. And just wait until you see this next Unreal episode we've got with the Doof King, the master of all Doof, 
Yuli Furstadt, aka Perfect Stranger. This was definitely a life highlight for myself. I feel that you guys are really going to enjoy some of the great little behind the scenes, little in, uh, in he gives us, as well as uh, basically how he makes some of his best tunes, and also why he likes playing in front of intimate crowds. So look out for our next in this special paradigm series, Perfect Stranger. Obrigados. Vemos. each other, I think, most likely. That'll be the danger. Yeah. <laughs>